Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Okay, hey, Griffin. Yeah, buddy. So, I feel bad. Okay. For the last several episodes, mm. I feel like I have steamrolled the intro. I feel like being the person who counts like the three, two, one, let's hit it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, at the very beginning, I feel like I've led into these bits that, that I haven't told you about prior. And then I feel like you just kind of have to go for it. Well, so, like, it's, it's a... I wanted it's... to... A fun opportunity for me to like be on my toes and like I'm 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 largely down for it. That has largely well, been your kind of like I feel like that's kind of been your role. I mean, yeah, but but I mean like I'm sure you have some ideas in there that you've been wanting to try. Not and... really. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I mean any of my ideas come in the form of the fun games I make you play before we get this to the is episode. Fair. Yeah, see, uh, this uh, this is where I was gonna give you an opportunity mm. that if you wanted to to try an opening bit, I would I would just sort of roll with the punches on whatever it was. Cool. Um. Welcome back, everybody, to the seven o'clock news with Zach and Griffin's multiversal pet shop in Bering Bro. The weather is mild with a a gentle. Oh, I don't know, Celsius, but in Fahrenheit, it's a nice 42 degrees. Ha 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 ha, that it is, Griffin, that it is. And now over to Zach with sports. Sports have happened. Fans enjoyed them. All right. <laughs> I don't know See? anything about sports. I know, I wanted to... Th <laughs> <laughs> I figured if this is my one time that I'm going to do it, I'm going to absolutely destroy you're you. Gonna, you're going to just make me blank as... as bl well, it's funny, I was, like, to be fair, I was going to throw you the weather, but then I started talking about the weather. Yeah. See, frankly, I'm very disappointed in myself because we've come up with how many fucking fictional sports on this show? Easily and a dozen. I thought I thought of none of them. It's a and it's a rough gig we have. It's a it's a rough gig we have over here, but you know, someone's gotta do it. Do you want me to reset the momentum? Yes. Oh buddy! <laughs> Welcome back everyone to another episode, episode sixty of Zach and Griffin's 60, Multiversal six, Pet Shop. Zero. Here we are. Yeah, I'm Griffin, that's Zach. I I am Zach, and yeah, we're here just, you know, two two bros just here to have a good time. Yeah, pretty and much. And talk about some friends. Some new friends. That's, that's the often, best part, is we always make new friends on this show. As we, yeah, as we want to do, we've got some friends to talk to you all about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do, do you have a game a game for me today? No, I super don't. Aw, oh, man. <laughs> All right, yes, I, do, I lied. I do have a game for you, Zach. Okay, okay, hit me with it. I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. What is it? Is it two? It is not two. Fuck. So is we're it... going... No, it's nine, because we're going into the ninth world! Oh, that was a good one! I didn't see that coming, Griff! <laughs> uh, we are returning to the ninth world of the uh, Numenera setting. 
of uh, tabletop RPGs, a weird mishmash of fantasy and sci-fi after the world has uh, basically destroyed itself and rebuilt nine times over. So there's some buck wild shit around. Oh, yeah. So we're going to fire up the time portals mm -hmm. and bring bring some pals over to introduce to you. Yeah. If you're um, yeah. new to the show and new to the network and you like what you're hearing, uh, be sure to check out Imprinted Echoes, Ghostlight Media's Numenera actual play podcast. Yeah, they get into this shit all the time. Mm -hmm. And um, it's buck wild. There's a clip that I edited for them a while ago that was talking. I don't know what creature they were talking about, but it was some insectoid creature. And um, friend of the show, Rin's character, was like, they're very cute. And. Uh, our boss, Mr. G, they were having it back and forth. It's like, they're not really cute. I'm just saying, like, one of them by themselves is really cute. Like, a whole bunch of them attacking you wouldn't be that cute. If you knit one, it would be very cute. Well, if you knit anything, it's going to be cute. That's fair. If you do it, Like, you can knit anything, and it'd be pretty adorable. Yeah. Now, I want, like, what's the most horrifying thing that would be great if you knitted it? Like, UTP upon this plane? I mean, like, or or of any other plane, really. Hmm. Like, I would love like a knitted Tarasque. Well, that'd be very like, that, cute. That, that'd be pretty cute. I think like maybe like a knitted mosquito could be like kind of rough. Well, yeah. The problem I think would be that it's it's like nose like wouldn't stay very rigid. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be it, it would be like that that one mosquito. It's just a pipe who's like who you know, he's like who's like been through some shit and so like his nose doesn't work yeah. anymore. He's like I'll I'll take whatever blood you'd give me. Because <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's not you know he's not as uh as nubile as he yeah. once was. Well, it's only the f uh, female mosquitoes that uh, suck blood. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I randomly I read a I randomly read a thing about mosquitoes that like you know when you're scrolling through your phone and just sometimes you stumble upon trivia. I hey, read that about you know mosquitoes what? the other day. Something I didn't know, and yeah. now I do. Yeah. Thanks, th thanks, pet shop. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, we don't. I don't have pet news, but did you hear the very good news that came out today by the CDC? I did. I think. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, those that are fully vaccinated, well, two weeks after being fully vaccinated are clear to have small gatherings indoors with other fully vaccinated people. Yay. Yeah. W without need for mask and or social distancing. I'm so that's a, a bright shimmer of hope. People like you and I who don't uh, provide any essential service to society and are relatively healthy aren't going to get a, uh, get a, a <laughs> vaccine for quite some time still. Yeah. Um, but that's still nice to know. But there's, but I'm holding out hope that maybe, just maybe, I can give you and your fiance a hug on your wedding day. No, that would be that would be nice. That'd be really nice. That would, hey, that'd be really nice. Uh, but yeah, anyway. hey, yeah, we've got three and a three, almost about four, three months, four months, a certain amount of months. <laughs> All right, let's get into the shit. Let's do it. Awesome. So our first creature today is called. The frilled ball. Mm, I love bowel. A, I love a frilled ball. A frilled ball. Yeah, that's what you want in any sport, says mm -hmm. me, Zach, the anchorman. <laughs> uh, so uh, a frilled ball is a quadrupedal creature. Pretty stout, pretty muscular. Kind of thick. Kind of thick, yeah. Um, has a, as its name would suggest, a big tuft of uh, like spiny frills on its sort of uh, the uh, it's lower back and backside. It's hind quarters. Um, 
And then it's got like a frilled glottis underneath its uh, underneath its chin. You are very fond of the word glottis on this I show exclusively. I do enjoy the word glottis. I have never heard you say that word not through my headphones. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, look, this is the only time I'm ever actually going to need the, the term glottis. Point. So here we are. Uh, a predator of the highest order. The frilled ball is a dangerous sight in the tall grass. Of course, you're not likely to see the stealthy, incredibly swift hunter till it is far too late. <gasps> wap, wap, wap. <laughs> This vaguely feline mammal is eight feet long and stands four feet high at the shoulder. That's a that's a it's a long it's a, it's a, long boy. It's a long boy. When the bowel is angry, its frills grow as rigid as dagger blades. Ooh. When the beast is calm, they are flaccid and lay flatter along its body. <laughs> <laughs> flaccid Gladys. Yeah, a fall. Oh, that's my third favorite band. Motive, it hungers for flesh. Cool. It, you know, As it, most it, things it, do. It's uh, a preferred environ uh, is uh, uh, the open plains or savanna, you know, like 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 a lion. Mm-hmm. In combat, a frilled bowel is a solitary hunter that has an incredibly uh, incredible bite with its double hinged jaw. Uh-huh. I know. So like so like what if it don't if if the first hinge don't fit, it can pop the second can, uh, hinge and pop get a second. bigger bite. Yeah, a bigger, better bite. Oh. Uh, further, each forelimb bears a wicked curved claw. An attack with the claw inflicts five points of damage and transmits a paralytic poison that inflicts five points of speed damage if the victim fails a might defense roll. Well, I guess Worse, if you're a predator of the highest order, you've got more than just a double hinged jaw and uh, 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 glottis blades. Yeah. <laughs> the glottis blades. <laughs> Worse, the poison continues to inflict one point of speed damage per round until the victim succeeds a might uh, defense roll. Even the frills of the ball are dangerous. Anyone coming close enough to make a melee attack on an angry frilled ball suffers one point of damage. Nice. Likewise, when the ball attacks a foe, if the attack misses, the target still takes one point of Uh. damage from the frills. So just getting up in it, in its grill. Yeah, yeah. In its its frills. um, Right up in its frill, yeah. Why you all up in my frills, bruh? Bro, bro, we got, bro, we got beef. Yeah, we got beef. I'ma shish kebab that beef on my oh, frills. Oh yeah, yeah, you got yeah. some flaccid ass frills, bro. <laughs> flaccid ass frills. <laughs> Interaction. <laughs> the ball is a fairly typical predator with animal level intelligence. However, if a pup is raised by a skilled trainer or an adult ball is clearly aided in a significant way by another creature, the beast becomes an extremely loyal companion. Nice. I know. I get a little bit of like gray render energy off these guys. Kinda. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling that, but you know, just a little more dead like 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 the gray render could just crush you. Mm-hmm. This could kill you like a million different ways to Sunday, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like this thing's just gonna fuck you up uh even if you look at it bad. Mhm. It's kind of got uh, this kind of orangish coloration to it. Yeah, it's got, you know, orangish top, a kind of uh, a gray or white sort of underbelly. It's got some spots. Some sp- did you say splots? No, some spots. Oh, I definitely heard splots. No, really hitting that sort of hidden W in spots, making it splots. <laughs> I have never fathomed a hidden W in the yeah. word spots. Yeah, if you look if you look hard enough, you can find it. It's gotta and then look, it becomes gotta, splots. Get use a magnifying glass. 
Yeah, you know. Anytime you type uh, the uh, word spots on your keyboard, there's a hidden W down there in like size yeah. one font, size point five. Did, font. did you mean did you mean spots? <laughs> no, I did not. I did not, iPhone. I meant spots. Wait, am I supposed to mean spots, iPhone? Yes, you are, you fucking idiot. Oh, okay. <laughs> My iPhone's mean to me today. God damn it, it was an honest mistake, iPhone. Jeez. iPhone. iPhone, yeah. A hunting frilled ball might make an interesting wilderness encounter, but more interesting still would be an encounter with another creature that the ball has bonded to. Ooh. This might be as simple as encountering a human hunter with a frilled ball pet. Nice. Yeah. They, yeah, make, they make good yeah. pets. Look, I th- I think they're pretty fucking cute. Like yeah. Like just like look at the guy. Like he's got like like his hat his face is like if you put like a like a hippo and like a saber-toothed tiger together. Yeah, and I I kind of think it's cute. Inc- incredibly apt, Zach. Yeah. Hey, you know sometimes they come out with the app descriptions, and my my pal the frilled ball. I have been staring at this thing's face for the past however so many minutes, trying to figure out what combination of animals it looks like. And yeah, it looks like a hippo because the like you got the little ears, you got the kind yeah, of it, snout. Yeah, the snoot, and then like you know like the big jaws. Sorry, the and snout. Then, the snout, yes, um, and then you've got uh, you got you know sort of the big the big toothies, mm-hmm. big fucking like dew claw on that thing too. Like look at that well, yeah, one th- claw that like scoops all the way back. Yeah, that's that that hooked uh that hooked claw that's got the the paralytic poison. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, th- yeah, that was uh, they, they, when they can they can get you all all uh uh, uh lockied up. Gross. With, uh, with that with that that big dew claw, as you called it. Yeah, gross. Yeah, but no, they're real cute. I like them a lot. Um, I just kind of want one to be my pal. Mm-hmm. Do you think like, they come in like different sort of frill variations? Like you can style them differently. Oh well, yeah, yeah, that would be sick. Like one that's got like you know, like the like the you know, like the mohawk going down its back, death or mohawk. like the deck mo- death mohawk. Yeah, no, that'd be that'd be sick. Seeing the variety. Mm-hmm. Um. I think there could be like a, you know a fun like carnival game or like you know it's like a ring toss, <laughs> but you, know, you you got but then then the then then you'd have to make the frill ball angry and I don't want to do that that'd yeah. be mean. Maybe there's like um you know like a, a biology hack where it's like you know when like there's a spot on like a dog's ear where you can like touch it and the ear will twitch and they fucking yeah. hate it. Um, maybe there's like you know maybe somewhere on the underbelly it's like you scratch them in the right place and the frills just kind of go. Like 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 frilled ball Cialis. <laughs> Motherfucker. You absolute piece of shit. You absolute goon. Uh yeah, I'm a trash person and we've been aware of this. Let's move on. I'm I'm a real garbage boy. Oh, that's me. Saying- Zach Rob, trash boy. Uh, Say goodbye to frilled balls. I'm I'm ready to, to say goodbye to Frill Balls. I love them dearly, and if you want the hookups, let us know. We'll mm-hmm. see what we can do for you. Mm-hmm. A variety of frills. A variety of frills, a variety of smiles, <gasps> a variety of love. Oh. I know, right? That was that was very good. Sometimes I come in, you know, with the gravitas needed to sell some some fantastic creatures to good homes. Absolutely. All right. Anyway, moving anyway, on. Our uh, next ninth world creature is uh something uh, 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 we don't we don't do insects a lot. I feel like we really don't. 
Um, and like, there's some cool ones out there, I guess. Yeah. I think the last insect thing we did was maybe that one ninth world creature that was like a bug dog. Yeah. And it sensed like a minute worth of time all at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that thing. Um, but this is that a uh, bug dog. This is a more true, a tried and true insect called the chance moth. The chance? Oh, perchance. What's up with this chance moth? Perchance to moth. Perchance to dream of uh, chance moth is a nut-sized insect <laughs> a nut-sized insect lazily buzzing through the air leaving an incandescent trail of red green blue or sometimes harder to describe color in its erratic wake um there are these you know i guess relatively large comparatively insects they're kind of green uh, they've got this, like, sort of three-pointed wing. It almost looks like a, um, almost like, like, the footprint of, like, a frog, you know? Yeah, kinda. I see, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, you know, with the, the curvies. Yeah. It's got these sort of, uh, circular designs on each of the little paddles, and then, like, a... Nodules. Yeah, and then, like, a spike, it looks like, coming off each of the little points of the wing. Yeah. Its motive is defense and to seek Numenera. Uh, lone scouts seeking new items of Numenera or swarms of 20 or more in a hive crawl over fragments of pr the prior world that still retain a bit of energy. D at the end of the day, they is bugs. So they've only got like one point of health. They only do like one point of damage. Uh, they can fly. But at, at as that thing would uh, 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 quote you were making, though, I feel like one's not too bad, but then you get a bunch of them, right? And then it's and then it's not so great. A chance moth's sting inflicts damage, but depending on the Numenera radiation the insect has fed upon, the sting could grant additional effects. Huh. Once a drone stings a victim, it dies. Drones uh, from the same hive don't typically confer the same effects, and there's a chart here for things that can happen uh, from the sting. So I won't go through like all of these in depth, but certain things include like gaining uh, training in a random skill for like an hour or a day, gaining the ability to see in uh, total darkness, and your eyes start glowing green. Uh, you gain the ability to basically what seems like shoot an Iron Man blast out of your hands. Yeah, this is book wild. Uh, gains the single use ability to become invisible for up to one hour. Uh, regenerating, regenerating damage. Uh, gaining a short fly speed. Uh, target tunes into the data sphere and can learn the answer to one question. The, the best one is the double zero. Well, I don't know, because this one is the target falls upward for X amount of feet as gravity is reversed and then falls back down. That's pretty good. Read that double zero, though. I'm getting there. Uh, the drone detonates in an immediate radius, inflicting damage and a fire explosion. The drone burrows into the target's brain. And begins to tick down as if counting down from 60. If not removed within one minute, the drone detonates. It's bad. And lastly, the 100 on this D100 list. Unless the target succeeds on a difficulty 6 Numenera-related task, a Dread Destroyer arrives in one D100 hours. 
let's go ahead and scroll. Just let's just take a moment, you and I, and go on a little trip and find what a dread a dread destroyer destroyer is. I don't actually know if it's in this book. It might not be. I, 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 you know what? I'm going. I'm going over to the other one, seeing if it's there. Well, I mean, whatever it is, I can. I, I think we can assume by the name that a dread destroyer is not it's a not good. good thing. Yeah, unless it is something that like you know it destroys dread, in which case that would be a good thing. Yeah, and you know, what? hey, thanks, dread destroyer. You destroyed all my dread. It is. I will say, I found it's like the the. Uh, Numenera equivalent to like challenge ratings and mm-hmm. it is the highest it could possibly be so I think it's safe to go out I think we can go out on a limb and say this is a Tarask level creature yeah there, uh, it's possibly world ending there is yes. a 1% chance that upon being stung by a moth the end of the world comes yeah mm-hmm. hell yeah that is a non 0% chance yeah, I don't I don't like the fact that that's a not 0% chance. Yeah. That's harrowing. Stay away from dread moths. Or not dread there moths, chance moths. Chance moth. Yeah. Uh, chance moth hives. Oh, the, that's why they're called chance moths. Yeah, there's a, there's a random chance of these that's random, clever. Of these random Chance moth hives are usually underground, but they might be dug up or accidentally revealed. A hive consists of a swarm of drones crawling over and basking in the pulsing glow of a piece of Numenera. The drones feed on remnant energy leaked by the relic and are changed by it, gaining a related ability or attack. Chance moths are hive insects. They generally leave other creatures alone unless disturbed or provoked. And you can loot ciphers from their nests because they like to chew on them. They just nipple on a good cipher, you know what I mean? (laughs) So there's these weird sort of... uh, It's like they, they just absorb latent energy from the random junk that is left around from previous civilizations and transfer it into like a sting apparently that's pretty rad and there's just a chance that by happenstance the end of the world comes yeah yeah you could you could like you could like capture a bunch of these and then just like if you were if you were a super villain you could like capture a bunch of these and just subject a bunch of like you know people that you've captured to being stung by them, and then just like you know, eventually you'll get it. Hey Zan, hey Zan, hey Zan, you won't, you won't. Hey Zan, you won't. Just saying. Hey Zan, <laughs> you won't. I mean, it's a one in a hundred chance. What have you got to lose? Well, if there's a hundred of them, statistically, statistically, it one of them will get you. Uh... But yeah, great pet. Uh... <laughs> yeah, great pet, guys. Um, yeah, the, the very cool, very gnarly. Yeah, hey, Griff, yeah, uh, if you could pick one of those to get stung and, and, and get, which one would it be? Mm. I think it could be cool to see in the dark and have my eyes glow green. Or, like, I get training in, like, a random skill for one day. I could just, like, suddenly learn how to, like, play the piano. Yeah, show off real fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, like, being able to fly would be nice. Yeah, that's true. I can already do that, though. Or, or or tune into the data sphere, the data sphere would be cool. That's very true, but I would probably ask the data sphere some like, you know, hair, yeah, you know, some some crazy questions. Well, it'd be more like something I would ask a fortune teller, like, "Will I ever find love?" And the data sphere would what be like, is love. "Yeah, exactly." Anyway, baby. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. I like the one. I think my favorite one, honestly, is the one that like just 
somehow very localized around you, your personal sense of gravity just inverts. It's just so Like, what the fuck, Chance Moth? Chance Moth, why? A bug did that. Why did a bug do this to me? <laughs> you know, there's the, like, in every RPG I ever play, I always want there to be, like, a weapon or a throwable that is a jar of bees. Um, yeah, jar, that's very good. Jar of chance moths. Oh, no. That's scary. That is just a chaos grenade at that point. Yeah, no. What, what, what would be sad about chance moths is, like, you know, like, you know, like Spider-Man. You get bitten by the radioactive spider. Uh-huh. So, like, you know, like, some naive child gets, you know, stung by one of these and, like, can fly. Now it's like, oh. I'm a new, I'm going to be a moth man. <laughs> and it flies around, but it only lasts for, like, a couple hours. So then they just, like, plummet. Uh, that would be sad. And, yeah, it goes from, like, the beginning of Spider-Man 1 mm-hmm. to, like, the middle of Spider-Man 2. <laughs> just half, really just, fast. Just halfway through the story, his powers Yeah. Stop. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's because Spider-Man 2, he, like, loses his powers for a bit. Yep. So you go from origin, the beginning of the origin story to the downfall of the character in, like, an hour. Um, and then it's him which, desperately trying to find another chance moth, but then he gets a different power. Oh, man, yeah, and it becomes this weird sort of, like, crazy, like, addiction story. Yeah, exactly. Of, like, to the power and being more than you are, and then, yeah, no... We could write this movie. And then at the end, the old man says, the real power was in you all along. Yes, and then the, the real... guy goes, you're right, runs out and gets shot and killed. Oh, my God. Finn, roll credits. Lesson, oh, lesson, lesson learned. Lesson learned. Hey, don't, 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 don't. get addicted to <laughs> chance moth stings. That's not, that's not the lesson I want the kids to have <laughs> to take away from this. All right, well, so yeah, we'll roll it back. Then. We'll roll, roll it back, back then. So, the, so then the old man says the real power was in you all along, and the kid's like, "Yeah, really?" And then the grandpa just goes, "Yeah, your brain is surging with electromagnetic signatures." So you know, kind of. Kind of. And then he's like, "Oh, that was just anticlimactic." But but you know, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. Just sort of let down by the old man who thought he was giving him some, like, gravitas. And then he, but then he, like, goes to college and gets his doctorate. Yeah, and then he, you know, he, he makes uh, his own sort of difference makes in the world. Makes his own power. Yeah, he he makes a difference in the world without a mask. I mean, well, he would wear a mask without a, a doctor. Without a moth. <laughs> yeah, without a moth. Son, take off the moth. <laughs> without a moth, starring Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Honey, it's it's me. Take off the moth. <laughs> I can't. It's who I am. Take off the moth. It's not who you are. You're so much more. I'm nothing without it. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's just this big fucking green moth <laughs> on his forehead. <laughs> this is a weird story. Yeah, no, I, th- I feel uh, like Taika Waititi could get behind this. Yeah, we'll, that's... We'll, we'll, we'll make some calls. We'll make some calls. <laughs> oh, man. T- take off the mug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Douglas, do you have YTT's number? Please send it to my office. Thank you. Oh, man, I love Taika. He's great. Oh my god. Well, that'll, that's anyway, all I've got on Chance, Chance Mods. Mods. Um, let's uh, let's run over, roll on over to an ad break. See what uh, see what see what's uh, what's bringing in the money this week. Because <laughs> uh, we all about the money. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for the world's most prolific bard? Bringing you a collection of the Kinderland's greatest hits, Zafir Shenastiliath sings the hits with such classics as Morty's Mom. Morty's Mom has got it going on. She's all I want and I've waited for so long. Morty, can't you Jackson's see? Girl. You know I wish that I had Jackson's Girl. I wish that I had Jackson's girl. Where can I find a wizard like that? The pride and joy of the final flight. From planes watch to bulwark, everyone knows of fear. Start spreading the news. Classics for now, classics for then, classics forever. I want to be a part of it. Bulwark, bulwark. Step into a realm of melodic marvels with the man of many faces. Blinded by our shiny boy. He's Jackson Silver and his sight is not at all. Blinded by our shiny boy. He's Jackson Silver. There's never been a musical collection like this until now. Get inspired. You need some help with that Bardic Inspiration Going to give you help with that Bardic Inspiration I Call 1-800-PET-SHOP and order your copy today for four easy payments of 25 gold each. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Zafir Shenastiliath sings the hits. Toss a coin to your shifter, oh valley of plenty, oh valley of plenty, oh. Toss a coin to your shifter, oh valley of plenty. Um, okay, so we're back now. Yeah. Uh, we're now in the vocal fry zone. Yeah. Let's keep this going. Let's not. Let's let's not. Let, at least, I mean, for like a little bit, sure. But not I just meant like episode. the episode. We said episode at the same time. Whoa. Whoa, indeed. Anyway, uh, so... It's, it makes me mad. Next... It makes me mad that, like, my sexy voice is in, like, vocal fry zone. Because, like, I don't like the sound of it. But, like, but like it's my sexy voice. I don't, I don't think I've ever actually heard the sexy voice. You have, just not, like... Just not with, not with so much preamble. Yeah, not in the right context. Yeah, anytime... And you, you've definitely heard it when I've been running Monster Hearts, at least. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Awesome. Anyway. So, next creature we got is called a Moral. Moral! Moral. Moral. Is there a hidden W in this one, too? There's a hidden W, yeah. Moral. Uh, this amorphous... <laughs> This amorphous, asymmetrical creatures, eight feet in diameter, 
with pale white flesh mottled with entirely transparent patches. Huh. I don't know why I said that with so many eyebrows involved. It's fine. Uh, rumor suggests that the moral has extraterrestrial origins, much like the much like the octopus. Yeah. But some Aeon priests believe that it evolved from deep sea creatures like the octopus. <laughs> it has a number of tentacles that it uses to pull prey in, uh, into its flesh, where victims are absorbed and digested. Like an octopus. Like an octopus. Moral can squeeze through very small openings, like an octopus, <laughs> and cling to any surface. So a wall is as good as a floor to this creature. A few people who uh, saw them moving along a cave ceiling or up a cliff wall started a rumor that Moral ignore gravity. But this is not true. This is simply not true. Like many things, this hungers for flesh. Yeah, it's just this big kind of like, it almost is like a water weird. Yeah. Where it's just, it's just got, like, it can just, seems like it can take whatever kind of shape it wants. It's a blob with some tentacles, really. It's a big they, they dwell, blob. Yeah, like an octopus. With bi- yeah, with, like an octopus. <laughs> uh, they dwell usually uh, in or near shallow, slow-moving water. They can't, they apparently they don't move too fast. They I resist mean, most physical attacks uh, and resist mental attacks. Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean it's the it's 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 like if you were to punch some um oh what's that stuff Jello. called? I was gonna no, oh not non Newtonian fluid. Yeah, that's it's I was gonna say gorp, but that's not it. Is it florp? No, what is it? It's um um oh uh, 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 oobleck. That's what it's called. Oobleck, yes. It's like punching oobleck, like yeah, it's not gonna Bowl. do anything. Yeah. Moral uh, grab prey and pull it into themselves to digest. As a single action, a moral can make up to three tentacle attacks. Anyone struck by an attack must succeed on a might defense roll or be pulled into the creature's flesh. Cool. Might I remind you this thing is eight feet in diameter. Yeah. Yep. A victim immersed in the acidic juices roiling about the soft <laughs> flesh of the moral moves one step down the damage track each round. A trapped victim can be free uh, can free herself with a might defense roll. Oh, Things goodness. Get- Things get particularly interesting if there are multiple moral in proximity. They create a bioelectric field that connects them to another of their kind, to Plus, uh, others of their kind. Excuse me. Yeah, we'll keep going here. If two moral are within long range of each other, creatures caught in the area between them must make an intellect defense roll or be stunned on the next round, losing their action. <sighs> If three moral are within long range of one another, everyone within long range of any of the three must make the intellect defense roll uh, each round. So that's not great. Oh my uh, god. Morals seem to have only a rudimentary animal uh, rudimentary animal intelligence. So Okay. So they're static. They're slimy static acid octopi yeah they're they're oozy octopi with lightning in their bodies o- oostopus o- oh god <laughs> 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 there are certain things that like like when you hear them said it's like getting punched in the chest and that was one of them you're you're welcome ah the aldea's priestess leader uh pleads for help the cano the 
the Canote, the sea note that supplies mm. the villagers fresh water, has claimed three victims all, uh, recently. She has no idea what's killing the people who go there, but she strongly suspects ghosts or demons. When the PCs go to help, they find a moral has taken up residence there, feeding on anything that comes looking for a drink. Yucky. Icky, yeah, icky no. yucky. Yeah, it looks like of a like a like a spider's egg sac had tentacles. Oh my god, Zachary. Yeah, I'm not like like No, you're 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 hitting it, but like damn. Aren't, like like they're not palatable, but they're apt. Well, I mean, this, yeah, this thing isn't palatable. So You know, that's that's fucking fair. I wouldn't want to eat this. The GM intrusion says the character cuts off a tentacle with his attack. The tentacle continues to live on its own, grabbing at him <laughs> as a level three creature. Ugh, I don't like them. Yeah, these things are. Um, they're... Hey, remember when I thought this would be fun to read? Well, <laughs> I've changed my mind. That's the that's the twist with these ninth world creatures. Is that like, oh look, I mean. Not that I necessarily expected this thing to be friendly based on its appearance, but there's always some just hidden layer, like this bioelectric field that just shuts down your brain for a minute. Yeah, just for a little bit, you know, not a big deal or anything. It's fine. Yeah, it's just chill. It just sure, whatever. backfires your nervous system. Ugh. Yeah. Yikes. It can make so it can make three yeah it, it can make th- just grab three people and start roping them in and just pulling them against it until they just dissolve into it. Yeah, and if there's more of them, they stun you, making you I assume easier to be grabbed. It, yeah, they grab three people and then turn them into human Alka Seltzer. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> But like for real though. No, you're right. <laughs> you're really getting me today. Uh. Hey, what, what can I say? My brain is in the apex yeah. of its. I don't know. My brain shut down. I guess I'm done for the day now. <laughs> no more. No more jokes. Jokes are canceled. No more. Yeah, jokes for Zach are canceled for the rest of the day. Oh, um, I want to see one of these things in like an aquarium. Not like with other other mundane UTP aquarium animals, but like, I just I just would, I just would want to see what the fuck they do. Yeah, no, this thing's like if a gelatinous cube like somehow mated with an octopus. Yeah, kinda. Like, what do they do for fun? They longboard underwater. Yeah. Uh, are they? Uh, yeah, yeah, they do all in the water. Shit. And I'm, yeah, and I'm they still, long I'm, I'm still on my my aquarium uh, 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 analogy. Yeah, no, they they knee board. Mm. They're pretty good at it. Yeah, you know. I want to see one like tap dance. Oh fuck yeah! With like the hat and the cane and everything. Yeah, hello my baby, hello my honey, hello my ragtime girl. And because of all the tentacles, they can have like four canes they're holding on to. Oh, it'd be so good. Eight shoes. Oh, bloody. Still the one hat, I think, though. Yo, that rhythm, though. Bow tie. Oh. Yeah, move over, fucking Fred Astaire. We got <laughs> Mor- Moral Johnson coming in. <laughs> Moral Moralson. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All the way from uh, featured featured performer of the Bering Bro Dance Company. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Zach, we found our new side hustle. There we are. Yes, we're the the, the moral cabaret. Let's go. <laughs> 
because just like routines that tap dancers will do you know with multiple people in like you know the uh uh so that you get certain rhythms that can only be done yeah. with multiple people the moral can do it all itself yeah it's sick it's sick yeah you, it, it's kind of like you know like those like cool puppets where it's like you know like the like they have like the the big life-size puppets next to them and they're like the bars so when they move yeah. their arms all the yeah it's like that but it's just one fucking thing doing all the tap dancing itself it's just a big slime thing yeah doing the best tap dance routine the world has ever seen the world has ever fucking seen and it's underwater i mean like <laughs> could you ask for anything ask for anything more really? just just some just some popcorn while i watch this routine Oh, dude, I'm so pumped for this fucking routine right now. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yo, if we ever, like, if we ever, like, uh, 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 you know, expand a little bit and, and get into the theater business, like, you know we're going to have, like, the best popcorn around. Oh, most staff. I love popcorn. I know, homie. I know. We would have to, like, that would be, I think that'd be a selling point of our theaters. Yeah, no, it, it, it would be, like, very artisanal. Yeah. Artisanal popcorn. Like, you, you, Zach Robb. Just go to the movie theater just to buy popcorn sometimes. Yeah, I go I go to the movie theater and I buy popcorn and then I take it home. <laughs> I walk into a movie theater for five minutes to buy popcorn and then I'm gone. Um, because I have a problem. I think as far as problems go, that's like... Like that's it's not a bad one to no, have. No, like, like like everyone has their vices and if yours is just popcorn, I think you're doing okay. Oh, I love that salty, munchy, buttery goodness. Please give me more. But yeah, like people would come to, people would just come to our theaters to buy our popcorn and they would be like, what's this moral cabaret? No idea what the fuck that is. Got to check it out. I'll set it in my Google calendar. And, and then, then they watch definitely something. Definitely um, something. It's definitely something. <laughs> I guess, yeah, what we're saying here is that the oh, moral... Of the story is morals. Not great pets. Fantastic showman. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Yeah. <laughs> Multiversal Moral Cabaret. Yeah. Where we're not morally bankrupt. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate myself. Let's move on. Let's move on to our last little friend of the day. Um, oh, this one fucking slaps. Uh, oh, this one slaps real hard. <laughs> Let's just get straight into it. No preamble. This is the flying Elchin, which I don't know if it actually has wings or not. We're going to find out because it looks like a big dinosaur frog. Yeah. Yeah. That's yep. That's it. <laughs> it looks like a like like Mesozoic era era frog. I don't actually know if that's the era the dinosaurs were in, but whatever the fuck. It looks like a, just a big primeval frog with big chompers. And then, like, like, like... A Triceratops plate sort of thing. Kind of, yeah. It's, like, got these stony sort of frills that go... That start, like, above its, like, eyes and nose and go up to form this, like, yeah, kind of plate thing. And it's just looking at me like, hey! Hey, how's it going? You having a good day? Standing waist high to most humans, these fearless scavengers... Like their meat freshly killed, but they don't want to do the work. They're lazy. I love it. Continue. Able to smell fresh blood from miles away, Elchin often roam great distances for a single meal. Flying Elchin don't actually fly, 
but they can leap far and wide thanks to their strong back legs and the adjustable aerodynamic scaled fronds on their heads. There you go. So it's like the Flying Graysons. It's just a really good acrobat. Kinda, yeah. It flies through the air with the greatest of ease. Yeah. With a single bound, they can rise nearly 10 feet into the air and cover up to 50 feet in distance. (laughs) Yo! Elchin are very vocal, producing sounds such as grunts, growls, snorts, whines, chatters, and near-human laughter. (laughs) God. Yep. That's that's how flying Elchin laughs. I love it. They can also manipulate their fronds to replicate and then amplify myriad noises, including thundering hoofbeats and a variety of whistles. A single Elchin can sometimes emulate the arrival of a great pack of predators in in an attempt to scare others away from fresh kills. That fucking slaps. That's That's rad as hell. Amazing. These, these, These motherfuckers. Their motive is fresh meat which was my nickname in high school. Their preferred environment is rocky outcrops, ancient ruins, and broken forests. Um, They can hurt pretty bad, I think. Uh, Got decent armor. Their movement is long when jumping, natch, and short when walking. Elchin teeth and claws are designed for tearing flesh from bone. While combat is not their normal mode, they will defend any kills they claim with ripping, tearing attacks that aim for exposed flesh. Although Elchin have a complex communication system among themselves, they don't seem interested in interacting with other species. Kind of like, um, the thing I always think about is hook horrors. Um, Mm -hmm. how they have the weird language of, like, wrapping their hooks on their chitin and everything. Mm -hmm. However, uh, they can sometimes be tricked with fresh meat or things that smell like blood. Elchin are captured and experimented on by a group of, oh, I think this is one of the uses, uh, by a group of surgeons called Key, uh, uh, in Key, called the Eleven Halons, who claim they can chemically alter the creature's sounds to heal broken bones and broken minds. Those who have been, huh. quote-unquote, healed by the noise wear necklaces or other jewelry made from the Elchin teeth and fronds. Interesting. Crazy. But yeah, this is a big, prehistoric frog with great hair and and a, and a great laugh oh you know what i want to see what's that the flying elchin acapella group uh yeah on beatbox you have michael winslow elchin <laughs> the flying elchin sound machine <laughs> yep got it in one sec Hey, thanks. We can end the episode now. (laughs) Wonderful. All right, well, that's been us. Have a great day. Um, No, these guys are really fucking cool, though. They're really cool. I think that they could make great friends. Like, it's, it's, it's the expression on this thing's face definitely doesn't, like, I think it's meant to look terrifying, but it just looks like. It's right. He does look like he's about to ask me if I'll loan him five bucks. That's what it kind of looks like right now. But also looks like he's ready to party. No, definitely. Like, I throw down with fucking Michael Winslow Elchin. Let's go. Yeah, they've got like, uh, like a red, kind of like a crimson red uh, skin tone, um, kind of purplish eyes, like little, little yeah. purple dots for eyes, and then these yeah. uh, fronds that have been mentioned. They're like kind of slate gray, kind of obsidian colored. I was gonna say obsidian. Yeah. 
Same, Buddy. same brain cell. And they have a big old purple tongue in there. Big old purple tongue, some some irregular but nasty looking chompers. A big old mean looking nasty. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those things that like I when you said that to me recently, it's like I could identify that that was me, but it took me a solid little while to figure out when I was saying that. And I know it was in That's Pet like, Shop somewhere. I think it was during the giant episode. Very well may have been. But yeah, no, these guys are fucking really cool. I want to be, I want to bro down with one. I can see one wearing like, you know, like, like a tank top, like basketball jersey. <laughs> and it's like, hey, how's it going, buddy? You ready to sit down and drink some Colt 45s? Let's go. You want to, you down to ball? <laughs> what, what, what does that mean, chat? You know, like the ball, like playing with, playing basketball. Oh, I mean, like, there's other games that use ball. I, you know, I, I'm not a sports. But that guy, one I'm involves sorry. jumping. <laughs> That's fair. What about? But so does like volleyball. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, okay, Chet. I see how it is, bud. Drink up. <laughs> okay. Let's <laughs> ball, dude. Chet loves the ball, man. Chet loves ball. Dude, he loves the ball, man. He's a he's a b-ball boy. <laughs> the, fly, the flying elchins would make a great like major or i almost said major league basketball zach what's wrong with me <laughs> uh, we're, uh nothing's wrong with you we're just not sports guys no i mean i know that it's major league baseball my brain just got its wires crossed it'd be a good any kind of sports team name the flying elchins the flying elchins the bearing bro yeah. flying elchins Oh, I'm fucking here for it. All right, so we've Let's got a cabaret. Happen. We've got an official sports team. What's our sport team? Is it is it basketball? Is it hockey? I mean, apparently it's about that's because that's the one way it, there's jumping. <laughs> so all right, so we're gonna start a new basketball league uh, mm-hmm. with the with the flagship team, the Bearing Bro Flying Elchins. Yeah, who in no, their in their great. in their spare time are part of an acapella group. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're very good. The world renowned. They won the sing off. They won the sing off. So. Yeah. So. Step aside, Pentatonix. There's a new, yeah. there's a new club in town. Home free? Who the fuck are they? I don't care. Get back. Got the, we got the Flying Elchins. Anyway, <laughs> this, are they? Are they the? What's their acapella group name though? Like, is oh, it? Because like, well, the first thing that popped in my head was just like the Singing Elchins. But I want there's there's room to maneuver here. I think. Oh, see, what's I a, don't know. What's like, a music mu- word mus- that starts with F? Um, a fret. Yeah, the, the 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 Forte Elchins. You see, I'm not. I I, I don't know. Mu- like, I don't know. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? My solfege very well. Yeah. Like, I'm not. This group of flying elephants is just called Home Freer. Home Free. <laughs> yeah, Home Free and straight home straight freer. yes chaser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, please curved yes follow. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you shit. Oh man. Well, okay. I I, th- I was supposed to be done making jokes. I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, flying elchins are pretty fucking sick. I love them. I wanna. They're not. Con- they don't look like they're conducive to cuddling, but I wanna. Yeah. No. I mean, they they might like it. It might be like good for like a nice like you know like a pat. Mm-hmm. Some pets. This would be, uh, this would be a good creature to like. I imagine they like to sun themselves. Oh, probably. So like yeah. maybe just like you know sit in poolside. 
with, oh, with your flying yeah. elchin. This oh, yeah, this would be a great creature uh, to be knit. Oh, definitely. I would. Ugh. Oh, I want one so bad. Because it's it's just like a yeah. If any fans out there knit and want to send us some flying elchins, I'll pay. I'll, be here for I'll it. pay you for it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Amazing. We got company money. Uh, we somewhere, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'd have to you know put in a, a, an expense request to right. Mr. Greenlee. Yeah. Make it sound like it's something actually like really important. Yeah. Um, but really, we're buying knitted <laughs> flying elchins. Oh man. So uh, uh, uh re- so real quick, um, uh, our boss, Mr. G, uh, in real life, our friend Chase. Uh, he and I have been doing that Stardew Valley stream on Saturday. Yeah, Star 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 Dude Star Dude yeah. Valley. Uh, yeah. His he he just named his character Mister G, oh, so nice. that's how all the NPCs refer to him, which is especially funny when you start like romancing someone in that game. Oh, Mister G! Exactly. <laughs> it's very very good. We've established a rich fiction in that in that live stream. Well, I'm very good. Yeah. I'm very glad, Mister G. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm working on his farm uh, to help pay off my student loans. Oh, very good. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, hell yeah. I don't want to say Are goodbye, we, but I think we have to. No. All right. Well, hmm. we love you, flying elves. We we'll you. talk to you later. We're, if you're we're, interested, everyone, let us know. We're in that spot where we end on a good one, and it's like I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, hey, but that that's. That's good, you know? Yeah. The pet shop's all about love. And yeah. to have love for the, the creatures we have, yeah, that's what we want. You know? Yeah. So, with that, <laughs> we must say goodbye. Goodbye, Flying Elchins. But only for now. We'll, we'll, we'll see you on the paint. Uh, we'll see you on the paint, Flying Elchins. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, all we've got for today here on Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Patch Up. Thank you so oh. very much for checking out another episode. We love having you all here. And uh, we hope you come back. Indeed. If you enjoyed the show, one of the best things you can do to help us out is just sharing us with a friend. Even if there's like a little clip that is like, hey, these two dudes said this funny thing. And then they ask you, oh, what's this from? And you say, Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop at Ghostlight Media. And and they go, tell me more about it. Where can I find that fantastic thing? The answer is on all your uh, uh, on any podcatcher, really, that you want to listen yeah. to. Yeah. But honestly, it goes a, it goes a, a huge long way. So we appreciate y'all spreading the word. Uh, furthermore, if you like the show, you want to support us further, you can, one, check out other shows on the network mm. uh, here at Ghostlight Media, and also check out the Ghostlight Media Patreon page, where you can uh, donate monthly for some wonderful rewards and support the shows that you love, Yeah, um, you, which we, again, greatly appreciate. You get a, There's a, a private Discord server. There's a unique merch. Yeah. There's a there's a, a mug coming out soon yeah. that I believe is... Uh, 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 well, I don't want to spoil don't it. spoil it. I want, I'm not going to spoil it. It's a pretty good mug. Yeah. And then, like, bonus content for all the, sh- all the different shows. Well, fuck yeah, everyone. Um, <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm glad that we got to do another episode. I'm glad we got to end on such a wonderful note with our flying Elgin bodies. Yeah. Um, thank you to and, uh, uh, thank you to all of you for listening. Thank you to Monty Cook Games for the uh, Cypher System and for Numenera. And thank you, Zach. Oh, thank you. Th- Griff, I love I, you, buddy. You're the best. I love you. 
As per usual, if you want to hear us talk about anything else on the show, uh, hit us up on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. Uh, if you, you have you know, uh, 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 some uh, a different universe, uh, a fandom, a, a chunk of lore, some folklore, uh, a, 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 a D&D character who needs a new buddy, uh, send us a message. We'll, uh, we'll chat about it here on the show. Hell yeah. Give you some ideas. But other than that, I think that's, I think that's it. I think that's it. So, once again, thank you all for joining us. My name, to this day, still is Griffin. And I still remain to be Zach. And just remember, everybody, at the end of the day. It's all about Elchins, baby. It's all about Elchins, baby. I love them so much. I love I miss them. them already. Thank you all for listening to episode 60 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and the fantastic people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons Jeremy, Nathan, and Tyler for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nikki Does Puzzles for making our theme song. You can find her SoundCloud at Nikki Does Puzzles or at Nicole Voice on Twitter. We'd like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast as part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, remember, make sure your time portals are not tied to your alarm. I had a really rude awakening a couple days ago because of that. Never hurts to double check. Okay? Okay, bye. This has been a Ghostlight Media production.